Greetings only tans. Today is Sunday, November 20th, and on Friday, November 18th, we had a special Friday edition of Tandy Time with our friends of the show, Jay Metz and Ben Shavar. We covered some of the trials and tribulations of NBA Top Shot currently. We covered some of the things that we like, some of the things that we don't. Uh, we talked some NBA hot takes. We talked a little bit of NBA So Rare as well. And just some randomness and tomfoolery as we usually do when these two jump on the show. So as a reminder, nothing you hear in this podcast should be considered financial advice. And let's jump right into it. Hello, everybody. We are live once again. It is Friday, November 18th, and we are here again with our friends, Ben NFTs and Jay, Jay BKMB, and uh, we are going to introduce them now to the show, and we will talk about the latest NBA Top Shot and little some NBA hot takes. Hold on. I have this echoing in the other tab we're gonna get rid of that okay so without further ado let's bring on our buddies ben and jay (laughs) so that was a little Kawhi laugh in honor of Kawhi. he's back he's playing basketball again we're happy to see that tandy i gotta be honest that was the roughest intro you've done yet yeah you know what happened i had i had the tab open on the other on the other thing and then all of a sudden i started hearing myself talk and that was yeah, uh, yeah. No, i'm a little upset like i think jay and i should each get personalized intros and then we can make like pithy comments you know what i'm trying to say can well we i did it? have i did have i know i had one for jay and ben did i have one for you in the past i don't i mean you should i should i mean i mean this one could be ben king in the castle king in the castle and then um I mean, I, the one I like for Jay is this one. I am never going to financially recover from this. That's, <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong, but it's true. It's, uh, it's true. That pretty much covers it. What's up, it. Tandy? Uh, I'm just hanging, man. I'm hanging. Chot loves Ben's hoodie. There you go, Ben. All right, we're starting off the stream with a compliment before I piss everybody off because I got some hot takes, Tandy. All right. Well, yeah. you can. You I gotta uh, fix my Wi-Fi here. So why don't why don't you start no talking? I might drop for a second, but go ahead, Ben. Yeah, no, wait. Talk. We don't need you. We're good. I'll talk to Jay. Jay, can hey, you believe up, there's some fucking morons out there that are calling Shay Gilgis Alexander a top five NBA player? I mean, you got to be five. fucking stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Top five. It's a little yeah, a little too soon to say top five. I, it's I too soon to say top five. I'm even. I mean, top twelve. Yeah, but think about this for a second, Jay. It's yeah. been a month. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's it's been a month. People people react very quickly to things, and then five minutes later, something else happens, and they'll be on a whole other. I mean, this is this is nothing against Shy. He's a fantastic player, top five potential, top ten potential. Yeah, sure, but just do it for more than a month. Do it for I, a, give me a season. I think performance wise, what he's done so far this season, you have to say he's in the conversation for MVP. Whether that means he's a top five player based on talent, based on skill set, but based on performance, he has to be top five MVP. Right, hot potential right now, sure. Yeah, but, right we, but we're talking about 
top five players in the NBA. I want to see a healthy season from him. Sure. When is the last time we got a healthy season? And right. I want to see consistency because what makes a superstar is that you can do it night in and night out, not for a month, no not for six weeks, no all season. And then my next question is, if you're saying top two, top three, top four, top five, top ten, who are you kicking out? Mm. Well, you know I who's top people? one? Who's top one? Jason Tatum. Oh, Celtics fans! No, no, not even close. I mean, no. You go, go look at, go look at the NBA accounts on Twitter. That's not just me. No, Giannis is number one. Until somebody on CT Giannis, he's he's the most dominant player in the league. Well, I mean, we'll find out come playoff time, right? Come playoff time. That's the great thing about basketball. We'll find out. That's the great thing. My 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 Golden State Warriors uh, starting lineup is still the best five man unit in the NBA, based on some data, right? But ben, well, yeah. how, what, how, what how else do, you, do we have? Well, no, I'm saying if you cherry pick the right data, it can. No, it's plus minus. Plus minus. Whatever. What do you but mean? How do you, it's plus minus. How do you take that information though, and then still have a team that is zero and eight on the road? How do right. those two things live in the same? Because sentence? because basketball is more than a five person sport, and they can't play all 48 minutes. Their bench is fucking Andy, terrible. You know basketball is other a issues. six sport, right? It's a. Say it again, Jay. It's a six on six sport, right? You know that. Of course. But we only have no Jay, we only have five players. We don't oh, have six. Five? Okay. Yeah. So anyway. uh anyhow, yeah. Did we start out hot enough? Did we start out hot enough? I'm still cr- I'm still cr- crowning the Warriors. That was second Shay's not top five. Uh, not Sh- Shy Gilgis. You don't think he's top five? So did you miss that whole thing? Yeah, I dropped off. But you I, to I know you fucking I, Wi-Fi back together. I know you were talking about that, though. I know you wanted to talk about how Shy is overrated. Do you live – I don't think he's over – well, do you live with Borat? Is that why you live with Borat? Do I live with Borat? Yeah, the Wi-Fi keeps cutting out. What is this? Yeah. You live in Kazakhstan? King in the castle. King in the castle. I do. Don't make me get that Borat mustache on again because I'll do it. Don't tell me. You should. Don't threaten us with a good time. Not not this early in the show. I feel like we we have to get a certain cadence uh, before before we start doing all the bells and whistles and stuff. All right, that's fair enough. Anyway, we got some people in the chat, so let's let's say hello to them. We got Top Shot Hotshot who loves Ben's hoodie. We already know that. We got Ryan Zayek who is Canadian. We got Matt Roth who says Shy needs to carry his team to the playoffs. Max, Um, PPE is here on time. Hello, PPE. And who else we got right now? We got SFC Legends and we got Buddha Vane. So what's up with this sup ninjas? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, Hey, I don't know. I'm white. I couldn't tell you. Poker Pro Eric, me and me and PPE found ourselves in a a private room. um, Ooh, ooh. like a strip club. Last night, private room last night. Um, Mm. in the evaluate market trading product. Okay. Uh, we were about to trade some trade tickets, and then he just fucking disappeared, man. Wait, did he take you to the back room, or did you take him? He actually – I got a notification on my account that PPE wanted to see me in a private room. Okay, um, interesting. And I was in the middle – I was in a private room with somebody else. Ooh, okay. wow. That sounds very thing. kinky. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then when I finished – when I finished, <laughs> yes, um, I pushed the button, and you know, I was like, "All right, PP, let's let's get in a private room together." I kind of wanted to see what would happen. It started yeah. out fine, and then mm-hmm. he just ghosted me. You know, there's a term for that, Jay. What is it? In like fantasy sports or any kind of like dealings, yeah. we call that we call that rabbits. They okay. can they stick their head out of the hole, yeah. Yeah. and as soon as somebody comes, they run right. back in. You right. know, that's fair. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to man up personally. No, 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 I did finish. I always finish. It's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection right. on him. He doesn't. Have, he didn't have the balls to complete the transaction. Yeah, that's fine. 
Oh, anyway, I, I yeah. do. You could tell us more about that, Jay, because that does sound interesting. We have we have a few more people though who who need to get yeah. some shout outs. We got Boston based Twitter legend. We have Noam is here. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, shalom, shalom. Shabbat shalom, my friend. Shabbat shalom. That's right. That's true. Maybe we should start doing the Shabbat the Shabbat stream. <laughs> I don't know, Tandy. <laughs> That's in vogue right now, my friend. <laughs> we'll just break out the chali, the challah bread, and the, yeah, yeah. And the sweet wine. I um, think I know somebody who knows someone who knows Kyrie. Maybe he could be one of our first guests. When is the last uh, time you guys honestly that. did Shabbat, though? Uh, it's been many years. Jay? But I, I, yeah, I will tell yeah. you, though, I'm not a very practicing Jew. However, that was one of my favorite traditions because I just think that it's such a nice tradition to bring the family together, yeah. maybe even put the cell phone down for an hour and yeah. just sit and, like, you know, have some, have something that kind of forces you all together. I've always liked that, but I don't do I did it. one. I either a year ago or two years ago here in Atlanta, um, one of the, like the local temples did this really dope event. Um, it was like a two day event and we went to it and we met like the the guy who runs the temple. I forget what you call that guy. Um, the rabbi. Right. But I think the rabbi, it's been a while. Um, and, and his daughters were there and uh, one of his daughters. <laughs> Talk like, about she, forbidden fruit. I know. And yeah, it got a little messy, but that's another story for another day. But yeah, it was, it was great. I think it probably ended like this for Jay. I don't know what went into that process. I met the criteria to be selected, but I wasn't. <laughs> These are the best, Danny. Keep them coming. I don't even brother. know what that means, but <laughs> keep, keep them coming, brother. <laughs> oh my it's God. I'm gonna... All right. Yeah. So we got Poker Pro Eric is telling you what happened, what went down in the champagne room. He had to leave. He was watching the Kings who are really playing quite yeah. well early in the season, but like. Yeah. What have you done for me lately in the playoffs, Kings? I mean, yeah, but who did they beat last night, though, Tandy? Who was it? The Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> no, 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 I'm asking you. No, who, who did they beat last night? I think, didn't they have like a nice win? Was it no, it's a piece of shit team. Oh, was it? I don't even know. Let me go check. Any NBA win is a good win. Come on. Uh, oh, it was the Spurs. Still, win's a win. They, yeah, that's true, but they bet they beat Ketia Bates Diop. And yeah, but, but are we forgetting that they scored 153 points versus the Nets? People want to know who did the Kings beat on Sunday? Yeah, I think the Warriors. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, they beat the Warriors. They beat uh, they beat the Lakers, big whoop. But they, but they beat the Nets by hadn't scored 153 points. Hey, yeah. you know what? I love to shit on the Kings, but they deserve a lot of credit this year. Clearly, Mike Brown has taken over, taking the Warriors, you know, shine to them. But um, they're doing great this year. Good, they, good got job, they got some ballers. They got some real ballers. Hold on. What's Top Shot Hot Shot saying? Face to face. Oh, okay. You're talking about Shabbat. Noam is violating Shabbat for the show. Thank you, Noam. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, wow. What does that look like to violate Shabbat? Where do you yeah. violate it? What did you do with the rabbi's daughters? Remember that? <laughs> it was one. Um, jump the shoot says too young. The Kings don't want Wemby. I, I'm so curious, by the way. It just seems like Wemby is such a sure thing. You, do you think that Wemby. Is he as sure of a thing as LeBron? No. 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 What would you compare him to then? Is he like on Bull Bull level or is he like. No. He's more talented than Bull Bull, obviously. I would say a better comparison for him is Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. Yeah. Way more talented, way more mobile Porzingis. Yeah. But don't forget. No, don't forget when Porzingis was first coming out, people were comparing him to a combination between KG and LeBron. Like the hype on Porzingis was huge, you know, not Wemby level, but it was, he was a very legit prospect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, what's an interesting stat about Clay 
his his three point shooting percentage is lower than Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you know okay. that. <laughs> I mean, you just told me he's been playing horrible. I'll ride or die with Clay until I die. In, you have in, to. He's done so much yeah. for that franchise. I mean, you 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 stick it out. And I'll give you know we'll give him the whole season to come back and you know. He's coming back from two very, very serious injuries. That shit is no joke. I know, of course. It just is what it is, man. It is what it is, and you got to hope for the best. But like I said, that five-man unit that he's in is still the best in the NBA, plus minus. It is what it is. And Steph, is he getting better? Like, I I think in a lot of ways, Steph Curry is becoming a better basketball player. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. you know. So, look, Budavain has been looking at tickets, it looks like. He's trying to see Wemby in Paris. You can't get tickets. I didn't know the French were such hoop fans. Budavain, are you Dutch? My best friend is growing up with Dutch. He is I know Dutch. some Dutch, my friend. Do you want to Give speak us Dutch, Dutch to Budavain? Well, you say hoi is high. Okay. You can say totsians is bye. Okay. And I know some swear words, I think. Give us one. Well, they were German too. So I had a, uh, I'm trying to remember the difference between the German swear words and the Dutch swear words they taught me. Well, just give us anything. We won't know the difference. Um, we can talk about how to make, do you make toasties? Bodevain? Hoi. See, it just hoid me. He hoid you. My, my parents are Afrikaans. They speak Ooh. Afrikaans. They're South African. So I know, I know some swear words in Afrikaans, which is very similar to Dutch. Gotcha. So one that I like to say is, Bus which means go shit in the bush. Okay. I did that so, a couple days ago. So there you go. It's good to have this in your back pocket whenever you need it. Yeah. Uh, PP hey, said the best. Group waffles. Those are hella good, man. Stroop waffles are hella good. Sorry, go ahead, Danny. Yeah. Uh, best five-man unit is Smart, White, Brown, Tatum, and Horford. Horford. Is that Excellent. like uh, official? Pokemon? No, it's not. They're not even top three according to plus minus. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's actually the Kings. Top five, though. That's Kings are number three, to be honest. Kings are number three. Dallas is number two. Mm. And this is a good point, too, but but that Boston base is making is that, like, Wemby's playing versus a bunch of children. Yeah, but sometimes you know LeBron was playing against children. All these top stars are playing against children. So Yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I think we have a pretty good idea. This dude's legit. Yeah, I think, so. I think so. So PP says he's going to send me a screenshot. No, you can send it to Jay in your private... Uh... Room yeah, that you guys go champagne room. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm sure we have some different things we could cover today, or we could just keep on talking about random NBA topics. Um, what do what do we want to do? Do you want to start? Uh, I can start waxing poetic about Top Shot about things that I'm seeing. Let's do Twitter time. Can we simp? Can we start simping? Let's. You want to simp first? I want to simp first. Okay. Ben, I'll simp first. Simp for me, Ben. Okay. Go. So some really cool things about Top Shot is first of all, the art this year is the best it's ever been. Okay. Right. Every time I see a moment, the, the play selection, curation, whatever you want to call it, it's the best it's ever been. Right. So awesome. been, yeah. So they are getting the, they are getting better and better and better and better in, in that respect. Um, the FOMO is still real. Right. So when they post that, like a pack is coming or this is coming or their throwdowns coming, I'm still like, God, like Thanksgiving week. I'm like, God damn, I want this stuff. That is still very present. Um, Jay, you want to simp a little? Uh, no. Um, maybe on other topics, but um, Tandy, you can simp. Oh, well, I want to. I actually want simp only. No, yeah, Jay, you're you're not gonna simp. To. You're not gonna simp for us. Am I gonna simp? No, not on this topic. No, not on this topic. Which other topic? Topics. This is Top Shot General. You don't want to no, simp. There's not nothing top to simp. Generally, he's talking about the artwork and the product. So, but yeah. if we're gonna talk about the product, the only thing that comes into my brain that I have to respond with is 
we're four seasons in and we still don't have uh, appropriate audio on the moment. I That's believe I'm saying I can't simp on this topic. What the fuck part of this don't you, you understand? You can't find one good thing about, about Top the Shot? product? About anything. Oh, yeah. Top There's Shot. plenty of good things about Top Shot, but about the product, I don't okay, think so you the have product... something out, you have something in your ass you have to get out, basically. Yes. Okay. I don't think the product has evolved commensurately with where it should have, given uh, the the cash infusion that they've had over the course of the years. I think if these moments are supposed to capture moments in time within the proper context, um Andy, why are you put bullshit up on the screen while I'm trying to track my my thoughts? <laughs> because it's what the time, fuck does one hey? have to do with the other? It's fun. Yeah, this is, this is, a, this is hard follower. mode. All right, but let's just let's just talk about nonsense. We love RSVPQs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for you to simp. Come on, I, 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 just, I about the product. Anything, anything Top Shot related. All right, I saw. I saw Sean posted um, a really cool video today. Um, what channel was it on? Was it on Facebook or Instagram? Or, t- I don't or the even next one. TikTok? Yeah, the next one. Mm. I thought that was dope. I thought, uh, I forget the exact messaging, but it was something along the lines of, you know, tap into Nick's history. And they're, uh, they're leaning into some of the Nick's run it back moments and kind of replaying them in their moment form and advertising something like that to Nick's fans who, you know, maybe they've never heard of Top Shot. They don't know what NFTs are. They're not interested in Web3. They have, you know, no idea what digital collectibles are. They're not part of this universe of ours, but they see a really cool piece of content that brings them back and kind of engages visceral memories about some of their favorite players in Nick's franchise history. I just thought it was packaged really well. And I think that kind of storytelling um, has been absent from the product, right? Like we haven't done or seen any of that. Um, so I like that. I think that's a really good way to, um, to showcase what's special about uh, this platform to people who otherwise wouldn't be interested in it, but they, you know, they're fans of the subject matter. I think it'll get people to lean in. So I thought that was pretty dope. Tandy, simp for us, brother. So I, I would simp on the, on very much the same page as Ben. Uh, I think that the selection, curation, artwork has been really, really good. Uh, I also, I like the way that these hot packs are, similar prices to the previous standard packs only a dollar more but you can you can rip rares and and that kind of a deal i think that's really nice um and i do think that these tapped in like the clay thompson tapped in and similar events that that are happening with like a little bit of a, a beat right now like we're seeing a few of these happen in a row so the more that we can see that i think is good um i did see that uh that post by Path Grip that you commented on, but for some reason I couldn't click through, Jay. So is that just like an ad that just shows a Top Shot moment and it's just like, hey, you want to collect a Nick's mem- no, digital a memorabilia? No, it's just a, a really well done video that um, kind of brings you to these places in time um, throughout Nick's fandom using you know some of the run it back moments as a way to tell the story. Mm. Um, am I the only one that when I hear tapped, I think fuck? No. Is this me? Okay. No. Tap Dan, I keep thinking, are we fucking? Like, what's yeah, it? Probably. Me? Okay. I mean, what do you think happens after you cook with Cade? Okay. So the Clay like, Thompson you, tapped in. What do you think Clay does when he's not playing basketball? Got it. Okay. Yeah. He's a real ladies' man, I heard. Oh, 100%. Okay. Plenty of anyway, there. I digress. Let's continue. I just, you know. Okay. Yeah. So about the, the tapped in stuff, I think, I, I think it's a great program. Like, I've been public uh, many times. Um, promoting it and, and talking about how much I love it. I uh, Listen, I, I do think 
it's silly from the outside looking in if you're a new user and you start paying attention to some of these tap in experiences and you see like the same two or three people winning them all. Um, I, I do think everybody would benefit. And even Alex has kind of said, you know, it should be more of a weighted kind of scoring system. Everybody should have a shot. You want the people on the bottom to feel like they have a chance to experience these things. The people at the top have a greater opportunity to experience it. Also, it probably makes no sense to not let the VIPs feel like they have a shot at some of these, unless they're number one, two, or three on the leaderboards. Um, so I would make the whole thing um, more uh, of a lottery as opposed to just automatically awarding one, two, and three. But I don't know. I, th I think the, the overall program is, is a win. However, the other caveat is I think they need to do a much better job packaging the experience and promoting it through content with heavy paid support behind it. Because if these amazing experiences happen and five or 10 people go and they advertise it to three or 5,000 Top Shot users on Twitter and nobody else knows that it's fucking happening, then it's a big waste of money and a huge wasted opportunity that, you know, in theory, you should be putting enough paid support behind it that millions of basketball fans, whether they know what Top Shot is or not, they're they're consuming these videos and like, oh, shit. So I can, you know, buy into this product and maybe. Okay, I but can I ask you guys a question about digital marketing? Yeah, because yes. every fucking time I get an ad on YouTube yeah. or Instagram yeah. or whatever, I'm swiping right away. Like I don't care what it is. I rarely watch these ads. So all this Nick's thing that I watched it can't for be an ad, huh? That that's the thing. It can't feel like an ad. When I watched what Top Shot posted today, it didn't feel like an ad. It, it didn't, but I still. But I'm just content. saying because I'm a basketball fan. Top Shot. It doesn't even even if it's something I'm interested in. I rarely fucking watch ads. Am I the only person, or are you guys swiping too? Yeah, but I you're an old cranky. Content. You're an old cranky man. I mean, I also do the same thing. But okay, I think so that we're, we're both old cranky men. So you're saying the younger generation they watch these ads? It's possible, but I think that there's also better ads out there that like don't feel like ads. That's you know? it. It can't feel like an ad. It just has to feel yeah. like a cool piece of content. Now you know that mm -hmm. it's sponsored. You know that there's paid money behind do it. Do you watch the ads, Jay? I've watched many, 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 many pieces of sponsored content, not necessarily from Top Shot. But just in life, as I'm browsing different social media platforms, you stop. If there's a watch. cool piece of content, oh, 100%. Is I've that watched, because you're in the industry or do you think no, you're more? I love content. I want to be immersed in really good storytelling about subject matter that I'm passionate about. If you're a Knicks fan and you see a piece of content that taps into, into Knicks history, you're going to check it out. Why wouldn't you check it out? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when we were out in Vegas, Chewie said something about wanting to play with my balls. Mm. And then you went to the private room. Was it tapped no. in? No, he wanted to tap in. in um, exactly. That's what we're yeah. saying. Dude, I may be in. Is anybody else in here in strength and moments? I mean, I'm in the wrong. Team. Okay. Dude, maybe I'm in the wrong team Discord, or I'm just going to really quick pontificate on team Discords. If I get tickets to an NBA game, I don't want to fucking sit in the nosebleeds. And I'm saying, I'm seeing these comments. I got, I just won Bulls tickets to a suite. That's awesome. So maybe I'm in the wrong team Discord. That's what I'm looking for, number one. And then number two, and this is just me, and, and, and now, but I think it has to be catered towards a lot of different fans. I don't want to play games. Like, I don't want to like, do shit. To you get, do or don't want to play games. I don't. Like, right. I've already spent a ton of fucking money on Top Shot. Yeah. So I just because of that, I want to be entered to win shit. I don't want to guess shit. That's not fun for me. You know, how the fuck do I know who's going to score? The, like, what the I score's going to be in the third quarter? You I know think what I mean? So this of... might just be a criticism of strength and moments or maybe no. all the team discords are like this. Just give me – let me press a fucking button. And because of my collection, I'm a team member. I get the same utility. So first of all, strength and moments is a bunch of dope shit. 
and they have really cool uh, flash challenges. So you know you're you're cherry picking certain things that you don't like. But yeah, if I if I look at all the team Discord communities, that's my experience top five, top ten. They're a it great is. community. But what I would say more broadly speaking is the gamification around Top Shot is putrid. It is so uninspired. It is so unoriginal. It caters to the lowest common denominator, people who stare at their Discord all day, every day, and are just there to click buttons, make random guesses about things. I mean, even the NLL, like obviously like, you know, you're wearing the, the hoodie. I recently uh, gave my hoodie away as part of a donation that, that I think was great. But, you know, when you talk about like what the NLL does, I think they even got funded to do this new game and like no disrespect you know, everybody there is volunteers. Everybody at the captain program is volunteers, but it's it's a guessing game. You you, you guess like who's going to score the most points on Thursday, and you're doing it on like. Yeah, didn't I just say the same thing about strength and moments? No, I know. So what I'm saying to you is that level of gamification is bad. It, it's horrible. Yeah. Strength and moments does a bunch of other things that I okay. really am a fan of, but I'm that sure. level of gamification I think is is horrible. I think it's bad for the platform. I think it dilutes everything. I think it it makes it feel like you know, a, a Pokemon platform that's kind of for kids. Um, and, you know, no no grown adult is going to want to sit in front of Discord all day um, and, and play those kinds of silly Some games. people do, though. Some yeah, do. well, I said no grown adult. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I got you. I got you now. Yeah. Agreed that if you have already spent a bunch of cash, you're already in those groups, you should just click a button. You just yeah. want to be a monkey and press a button. You don't want or not to not like... even have to click a button. I think what Ben is saying is you've already bought into it. You've already collected. You've already done the action that should then trigger a chain reaction, right? That's like that fair. should automatically entitle you to certain things, certain experiences based on whatever the criteria are, but don't make me feel like I'm seven years old and I need to have like little games in my hands to constantly do silly little things. It, it dilutes the experience. I think for most people. I think you're right. I think it's because there's this idea that people join these communities and really enjoy being part of the community. And that's almost the value right there, interacting and playing games. And and I think that uh, some of these discords probably want to, want to go in that direction. That's what I would imagine. That's so he, here's, a, here's a comment from Weisberg that uses a lot of like acronyms. Uh, for what it's worth... <laughs> We just did a WP with SIM. Anyone got any guesses? <laughs> WP. Uh, wet. Do you think it's wet? Well, I think it's, I mean, there is a WAP that I'm familiar with. Mm, yeah, I'm just thinking he just made a typo and left out the A. Okay, um, so we just that did a wet. That sounds fascinating. I think all three of us would opt into that. So we just did yeah. a wet, wet P word. <laughs> It's with, the tap and experience that Ben was talking about. I don't know. I'll be tapped in, baby. With SIM. Oh, no, strength and moments. All right, all right. So he, he's getting upset with me. He's saying it's watch playback. <laughs> oh, what does that mean, watch, watch playback. playback? What does that so mean? He, they I just did a wop, wop, wop with the strength and moments and the Valley team captains that had a free giveaway, wow. including S1 TST. So I, I suppose if you were in there watching <laughs> – Honestly, and, like this is a yeah. microcosm of what the fuck is wrong with top. Like, if anybody on the outside world like saw this right now, they're mm. like, "Oh, so I should buy these digital collectibles so that I could do a WP with SIM and the Valley <laughs> Team captains with a free giveaway." And what the fuck? What's a what is a watch playback? I don't know. Oh, so a watch playback is actually pretty pretty neato, actually, Ben. A watch Tell playback right here is basically you log in with your cable provider and then. Okay. You basically have like a live stream that you get to watch the game 
and then you have people that are commenting during the game and then you can like take the you can make their voices louder or soft and if you want to hear the announcers instead Jake, and you're, and you're chatting you look your face jay <laughs> go ahead Candy. sorry I, I don't know what just happened. I think your internet crapped out. But basically, you can like watch with people at the same time and watch a watch a game. Will we be able to see my cable browsing history? Uh, no, they will not be able to see what you've been purchasing uh, after twelve a.m. at night. I don't even. Have, I don't have cable. Mm-hmm. I don't even. Well, I, don't, I don't want cable anymore. I, I don't I just have can, cable. I don't want cable, so I'm yeah. with you. So how are we going to do this? Uh, well, you don't actually, I mean, so how do you watch games then? How do you watch basketball games? I got like the, uh, the, the subscription on my computer. Right. So you can use league pass. You can also do league pass. So that way you can watch the game while Chewy talks about playing with your balls and during the Kings game. And, you know, and then you, you had a little too much of Chewy, you can mute him and you got the whole chat on the right side. So it's actually pretty cool. I've I've only been able to do it for like, so it's basically watching games with your buddies. (laughs) Yeah, it's watching games with your buddies, but I, I think it's actually kind of cool. Okay. I do like it. I got to. Let's do a um, Top Shot Tandy stream where we all do it together. How about that? Yeah. Does that sound fun? No. Is that not what we're currently doing? No, no, no but we do watch play and back. watch a game. Yeah, oh, that would be that would be fun. I mean, That's if games fun. were not at like one in the morning for me, I would like let's do a Sunday game. Yeah, That'd be fun. Okay. Let's do that. I'll, I'll make I'll make myself available probably. Let's mm-hmm. let's do that, Jay. Okay. Let's do that. All right, so let's talk about some other things. Uh, do you want to talk about the great burn? Two and a half million moments. Uh, yeah. But if you look at the market cap, if we're going to get not in simp mode, if we're going to get in critic mode, uh, it doesn't make much of a difference. And and I wouldn't have expected it to make much no. of a difference. It's more of like a a sentiment thing. Hopefully, hopefully showing goodwill, in right? Yeah, in the right direction. But what do you guys think about that burn event? Um, listen, I, I think it, it's a complex topic. These were not, uh, moments in circulation, right? So like it, it wasn't going to affect the market unless it affected sentiment. Um, obviously it, it wasn't enough to affect sentiment because since they did that, you know, the sentiment continues to decline market cap, you know, uh, moment values continue to decline. I think it's a nice gesture. Um, Obviously, you know, I think a lot of people, including myself, feel like they didn't go far enough. We wanted them to burn all unreleased moments. Um, what, what's the logic for burning some unreleased moments and not other unreleased moments? I think that would have been a much bigger um, kind of shot of adrenaline for the market, especially those Series 1 um, Top Shot debut moments that they've held on to for a very long time. I think it would have been dope, you know, if they burned it all. I think it would have been dope if they burned Roham's account. I think it would have been dope if they burned, you know, everything in the account of all of the executives, you know, who've been or who did, you know, early on compile and, and hoard a lot of, you know, top stuff. And now it's just kind of sitting there and, and nobody knows what what's happening with it. I think it would have been great if they burned the uh, the ultimate moments. Right. Because I think that's been um, weighing on the minds of especially the VIP collectors. They don't know if they should invest in the legendary stuff from Series one, because what if ultimate moments uh, then follow and cause all the stuff that they bought um, to to crash. So it's like a lot of things, man. I think it was a nice gesture. It didn't go far enough. It's better than nothing. It's not really going to affect the market. Um, you know, platinum ice. Yeah, jump shoot. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my take. Ben, what do you think? 
I just think that if you ask the majority of collectors, because nowadays the people that are left, I would say 90% have some sort of criticism for the platform. 10% are just going to samp no matter what. Now it's 90%. Back when we started complaining, Jay, we were the 10% that were complaining and the 90% were simps. Yep. Now, of course, I was called all sorts of untoward things. I still am to this day, but it's just funny to see that role reversal, which I've brought up before and I'll continue to bring up because fuck you all. How about that? Okay. So, but going back to my point, okay, which is, so if you ask these collectors that are critics, okay, what would you like to see to restore confidence in the Top Shot platform? This burning of 2 million moments or whatever it was, is either just one small thing on the list or it's at the at like the very like in the middle of the list so they need to do so much more um and they needed to do it so long ago right so it's just kind of like they burn it barely moves the needle for me great you should have done this a year ago and you have so much more work to do and i think the community feels that way so when they say it, it's like it's nice it shows that you listen but we've been saying it for a year but it just doesn't move the needle for me. And and if you ask the community, what would make you feel confident in Top Shot again? The list would be at least 10 items long. Yeah, uh, I, I do. If they're not going to burn the other S1 TSDs, then I'd love it if they very quickly would tell us what's happening with them. Like, oh, we're doing our last locker room pack. Or, well, they, or did they? They, to it. they said it. it's all going to end up in the locker room recently. But I'd but love guys, to like get it over with. There's a larger all. there's a larger point about Top Shot here that you know is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Okay, mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing. Okay, so you have to set like financially. Okay, so on the financial side, right? So you have to separate out finance from collectability, right? And I know that's really buzzy uh, topic these days, but you got to separate finance. So I keep seeing, yeah. Oops, sorry, I don't know. So that I so I keep seeing. Yeah, on my timeline, can you believe this moment is this cheap? Or I keep seeing like a brand new moment. Oh, Nikola Jokic's uh, triple-double has X, Y, and Z related to it. Can you believe it's only $27? And I keep seeing that over and over. Yes, I can believe it's that cheap. Yes, I can believe everything financially related to Top Shot is hitting the shitter. And if you don't know that by now, you're in serious fucking trouble. Everybody does know it, but they're not accepting it. So here's what you need to do, in my opinion, to have a clear mind going forward about Top Shot. Financially, you will get wrecked, at least in the short term, right? So if you're going to want to enjoy Top Shot and have fun with Top Shot, you just collect. Buy things that you think are cool and are going to make you happy. But stop with the finances in Top Shot because it's a fucking pit. And really, if they're going to do something that is going to make you financially um, salvageable on the platform, they need to take extreme measures and nothing that they've done in their past to show that shows that they're willing to do that. Mm. What kind of extreme measures are you thinking? Well, first of all, the, the main part about supply is circulation. Jay touched on it, right? They need Jay to touches a lot of things, but yeah, go ahead. He does, especially in the um, private discord. Exactly. Pro, pro Eric. Um, but it's circulation, right? So all those moments you see in the marketplace, we always talk about there's 32 LeBrons and there's this and there's that. That's got to be reduced so much. So, for example, if season four, series four, excuse me, was the first series, right? There was nothing else. 
And all of a sudden, this Throwdown Series 3 tweet comes out that you see all these moments. It would be very exciting because you'd say to her, wow, the first of this or, you know, this this moment, they don't have any other rares or this is a special moment. That's part of it because there's so much supply. The other part is they need to fundamentally change. We talked about this last time I was on what they produce. I don't just want to see like a random dunk. I want it to be impactful. I want it to be memories and moments of the NBA season. So, um, but it'd have to be a severe, to answer your question, a severe reduction of supply. I want to be able yeah. not to get the thing that I want. Yeah, yeah I, I, 100%. I, I don't like the fact that people can buy 15 packs. I think that's that's just sends the, exactly the wrong message. Um, can I, wait, can be, I uh, disagree? You don't, Please. you think people should be able to buy 15 packs? I don't think that part matters, to be honest with you. Here, here's the part that I disagree about. At the levels that matter most, there is still relative scarcity in the product. If you think about literally for the legendary tier, you know, what, 99 moments, right? Nine, 99. No, hear me out. The problem it's anything. Is, it's anything. You're making weird fucking faces. Okay, here we go. Here, <laughs> here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't think supply in, in the current sense is is the problem i think the game is the problem and what has happened is when people joined of course people got wrecked in in buying into series two a big part of the reason was the game right they told people the way collector score works is you know you can you can reach the mountaintop by buying as much of this particular thing as possible and then they changed the rules of the game and that's a microcosm of how the platform has been run for the last year and a half. When we first joined, there was really no game, right? It was cool moments, cool players. There was some level of, there was a high level of scarcity actually. And that was what got us really excited. And then they continued to roll a lot of stuff out. Now, mind you, something like 90% or, or so of the entire supply is on the common tier. Theoretically, that common tier should be worthless, right? You should pull that in a pack. It's worthless. You can throw it in the garbage. You can trade it to put it in your digital scrapbook, whatever. But the focus for, for real collectors should be on the scarcer stuff. The problem is the way they've built their game, first with collector score, and then it kind of transitioned to TSS. And now it's the flash challenge system is a lot of those should be and would be worthless moments now have an artificial premium attached to it. If you think about the locker packs, people for the last six, nine months have literally traded away scarce stuff to accumulate as many what should be worthless common moments as possible so that they could play the trade pack lottery, the trade ticket lottery. All of which is to say, I don't think there is a supply problem except for the fact that they've designed the game to put an artificial premium on this shit that isn't scarce. And as a byproduct of that, they've diluted the perceived value of the shit that is scarce. So nobody wants it because it's not a worthwhile game ticket in the game that they've created and they keep changing the rules of the game and so on and so forth. That's my take on it. I don't think the common shit should matter. I think everything in life has a lot of the shit at the bottom that nobody really wants. And they're always trying to find the shit that is more scarce. I think there is genuine scarcity at the top levels, but there's no premium put on it because of the weird fucking Frankenstein weird after school science experiment game that they've continued to cobble together. That's my take on the issue. Yes, yes, and I feel that what we must do is we uh, we should have different levels of this game. Isn't and that the so, isn't that yes. the so rare frog? Yes. 
And this is why we have levels of this game. You have the easy level, the medium level, and the hard level. Yeah, but it, it's all got so so intertwined, and like the hard level isn't interesting. And hey, Jay, yeah, I think it's know? a game design problem. Bottom line, I think it's a game design problem. They don't have a game designer. They don't have a group of people who are designing the game. Yet the whole fucking platform is predicated on gamification. But Jay, Fine. let me ask you. Let me ask you a couple of questions. All right. When they first released Flash challenges, everybody fucking loved them. Yeah. Right. And the part of the reason they did it, I'm hoping, if they had a brain, was because everybody wanted action. Yes. Right. Yes. So, what do they do now? Do they just stop flash challenges because people loved it at first? You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they did love it at first. I think there, a few things happened. First of all, that the last year's flash challenge um, product came and went, and then we haven't heard about it since. So people were left to wonder, why did I accumulate all of those flash challenge moments last year? Why did I spend so much time and effort and resources? accumulating those 50 or 75, I don't remember what the exact number was, moments if now they are worthless in the game that I want to play. So I think that's number one. Number two, they've now had to pigeonhole this idea of a burning mechanism into the Flash challenges. So now in order to play this game that last year was fun, you have to burn the stuff that you already bought. And presumably you bought it because you like it. And it's just fucking with people's brains. Like, why do I have to throw in the trash the stuff that I bought because I liked it in some cases, because you told me to collect what I love in order to be able to play the only thing, the only action, the only thing that's fun about the product. That's number two. Number three is, you know, they had the GM and other people out there for months and months and months saying, hey, checkers, not chess. You better lock all your shit up if you want to take advantage of what we're building. So you've got all these people who locked up their entire collections, but there's no locking mechanism afforded to people who want to play the Flash Challenge game this season. So a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines. They have their stuff locked. They can't use it in burning challenges. And now they're basically being told you already have the game piece necessary to play the game today, but you can't use that one because you pushed a button and you locked it. So you actually have to go out and buy more stuff in order to play the game. So that's number three. Number four is there's no rhyme or reason to how the game is being played today. Every single challenge, they're coming up with new criteria, new rules. In the VIP chat, they have this derogatory term. They call it Matt Bingo. Everybody loves Matt. No disrespect to Matt. But most games, they have they have rules to them. There's logic to them. You can plan for them. Now it feels like just throw a bunch of shit against the wall. And really what they're doing is they're using flash challenges to reduce supply of very specific moments. So they're putting their finger on the scale way more than they did last year because they have an ulterior motive. They want these flash challenges to take a certain number of Giannis Commons out of the population. They want flash challenges to take a certain number of rare Donovan Mitchells out of the population. So they're basically gaming the system. They're doing all the math before they launch each and every challenge, knowing the desired impact and result. And therefore we're on a fucking hamster wheel and people don't like to be taken advantage of. We're the game pieces now, right? Last year, your moments were the game pieces. Now they're playing us and we're the motherfucking game pieces and smart people are kind of over it. So those are like the four or five reasons that I think- Are those pillars? Worked, those are the pillars okay. of why I think what worked really well last year doesn't work anymore. They changed it. It's not fun anymore. It feels, it feels very contrived and people are feeling manipulated and nobody wants to play that game when they feel like they're the fucking pawns. And everything you're saying makes 100% sense, which is why I've pivoted to, I don't view it as financial anymore. I'm not, listen, nobody's making money on Top Shot. If you say you're making money, you're full of shit or extremely lucky. 
Don't view it as a financial platform anymore. Don't think about money anymore. Just buy it because you want to collect. That's it. You know, I've sold 75% of my collection. Thank God I freaking did that or I'd be freaking out. The, the, the reason I, I didn't do it for so long, I was such a true believer in this and that. But I said to myself, what are the reasons you're not selling? Honestly, I did like a deep introspective dive to myself. And I said, well, you know, a lot of it's uh, emotion that I'm attached to these things. And then a lot of it's ego about these things. Or I paid this price for it and I don't have this price for it. And I still have 25% of my collection, but I'm just thinking about it now if I buy anything. First of all, because you are right, Jay, that they have so many issues and you make sense and they don't at all. I don't want to touch this thing, right? I don't want to touch this thing until I feel like it's bottomed out. So I'm still active in the sense that every time there's a Discord announcement, I check it. I still have my collection. I'm still holding some of it. But, you know, I would just advise everybody because think about it, right? So how? So if you're upset with Topshop, right, how do you initiate change? How do you affect change in Topshop? you got to put yourself in Roham's shoes, right? The person that's in charge. Those are some expensive shoes. They're expensive shoes, have right? You so you're, shoes? So you control, yeah, you control flow blockchain, right? Top shot, I think, is emotional for him. It's personal to him. I don't know. It's all speculation, right? You are still receiving numbers every pack drop, right? So all the things at our level that we're seeing, community, and this doesn't make sense, da, 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 at his level, he's still seeing numbers. And a lot of times, companies, when they see res- just bottom line results, they think everything is okay. I don't really need to do too much because everything's working because I'm still getting my revenue. The only time people, and I think this is you know flawed, but a lot of this is how people operate, think there's a problem is when the revenue stops or changes. Okay, now they've seen that in the marketplace. They haven't really seen it so much to a degree in packs. So if you really want to affect, if you love Top, I'm wearing my fucking cool cat sweatshirt, right? If you really love Top Shot and you think it's cool, I think moments are cool, right? And I like them. I love the NBA. You stop buying packs, man. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, PPE makes a good point, uh, which is that you there is this case of the larger, broader, you know, macro situation. Um, but the only thing that the only time I have a problem with this with this, and although I do think it's legit, but I the, the reason why I sometimes I have an issue with this is because there were times when the macro was doing just fine and the NFT world was absolutely mooning. And you know, it was, it was some decisions that were being made that were that put Top Shot in a completely different situation. Sandy, and- call it what it is. It's a bullshit, lazy trope. It's just not true. When when the market was doing swimmingly and everybody was flush with cash, we were on a steady downward decline. This is all due to mismanagement, bad decisions. Um, decisions that in many cases alienated the customer base, made customers feel like they couldn't trust the platform or the product. It's also obviously due to mismanagement of funds. They had how many people working there and they couldn't get done some of the, the simplest seemingly um, product uh, advancements and, and, <laughs> and uh, is, he, is he one of us too, guys? Is he one oh, of God. Us? Yeah. No, listen, yeah. I, I don't I don't agree. It, I think saying that, you know, the reason that there are certain issues with this product that we that we all love is due to the macroeconomic climate is the same thing as when people go on Twitter and say the reason Top Shot is suffering is because all these angry, mean people on Twitter are saying all these horrible things. It's it's just lazy. It's the user's fault. 
Yeah, it's just, it's stupid. It, it's part it's of this stupid. broader, like, woke culture. Like, I'm the bad person. Everything I do must be bad because I, I'm the center of the universe. So obviously I control everything. So if I'm negative, the whole world is going to be negative as a result. It's just lazy uh, and it, it's it's unfounded. Yeah, I think that there's things that can be done. I mean, uh, people are talking about so rare. I don't, I don't know if so rare what the situation with so rare is actually. I don't know if like the market cap in so rare is flat or down or what's going on. Um, but but it's a good example that so rare did come onto the scene during this macro disaster with you know the economy and the absolute shitter and and they built it in a way that had hype behind it. Um, and had a lot of people joining and talking about it. Did you well, see that? Did you see that first video that was put out with Gobert and Jay Williams? Yeah, I did see it. That was so professionally done, arguably better than anything Top Shot had had done. And they had like a three year head start. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, obviously, being the being the group that started it, you have to like learn as you go. And then being at a group like so rare or whatever, or even all day, you can be like, Oh, okay. Uh, now I see what they did and what I think doesn't work and what works. And now I'm going to make my own thing. I mean, granted so rare, I had their soccer product for years. Um, and it doesn't matter. Soccer fans are different than basketball fans. Look, here's the bottom line. Facts matter. 900 or a, a thousand people completed the last top shot flash challenge to get two really cool moment rewards. I think it costs 20 to $35 to participate in that challenge. Very, very low risk, relatively, um, you know, experience. 84,862 people participated in the latest so rare champion um, uh, contest. 84,862 people. Okay. In a, in a macroeconomic climate, that's horrible. When every NFT project is crashing, when the stock market is crashing, when nobody has any money, no, everybody's freaked out. Everything that the, the sky is fucking falling, FTX, whatever the fuck you want. 84,862 people defeated <laughs> in the last so rare NBA challenge and a thousand and five Danny, stop, stop participated in the last Top Shot challenge. I love Top Shot. Like, I'm not hating. Like, we're not Top Shot haters. I think everybody hopefully at this point knows we want what's best for the product, but facts matter. And if we're going to ignore the facts and we're going to say it's because people are angry on Twitter. Man, a few people being angry on Twitter, whether they're right or wrong, is irrelevant. That ain't going to cause 84,000 people to want to participate in So Rare and 900 people to want to participate on the thing we love. And John, you know what? That 7K figure, it's gone up every single week. So it was Poker 6, So does Top Shot. Poker Pro. So does Top Shot. Stop. 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 Sorry. Go ahead. Ben. Yeah. All yeah. right. Anyway. So so uh, there's no one debating the fact that the in, engagement in So Rare is pretty healthy at the moment. And it's uh, it's at a place where we would love to see it improve and increase on NBA Top Shot. Um so let's see what else we got here. Uh, we talked about the great burn. We talked about challenges. Jay definitely talked a lot about challenges and leaderboards and how locking your moments and how a lot of people are a little irritated about that at the moment. Um, do you want to talk at all? Yeah, go ahead, Ben. I was just going to ask, what is your opinion on their Thanksgiving week packs? It looks like throwdown C- series four. Do you have any thoughts on it? And I mean, I think 
I think the the plays look great. I mean, the rare moments, it could be a good gamble. I mean, the thing that I would echo from stuff we've already been saying, though, is that it, it's, it's sort of like gambling on the surface level while the stuff like the grails and everything else, it's like the MBL argument, all that stuff kind of suffers because it's not the shiny new object. It's very unlikely that the grails or whatever else you're trying to hold long term is going to be able to be used in any kind of a gamification sense. So it's like if you want to be active on Top Shot and sort of disregard what what effect new packs have on the other stuff that you're holding, then you basically just like trade the surface level stuff. So if th that's like the economic and the market side of things. In, in terms of like the curation and product and beauty side of things, like you were talking about, Ben, I think it's top notch. I think they're crushing it. I mean, that's why it's such a shame that we don't have the 80,000 people that want to get in involved like So Rare does because the Top Shot product is way more interesting and engaging, in my opinion, than the So Rare product. I mean, the So Rare product, is a, it's a DFS product. But they've done it in a way that they are releasing cool little new features. You can trade your cards. You can get a free card every day. It's this whole like market uh, salary cap thing. And people just have fun with it, even if they're not big DFS people. Like I have fun with it, even though I'm not a big DFS guy. Meanwhile, the, the stuff on Top Shot is way easier to identify with. It's like some of the coolest plays. Like, oh, I remember that Donovan Mitchell dunk. I remember that Jason Tatum dunk. Like, I remember all this stuff. It's super cool. Yeah, you know, you know. so anyway, it's kind of a roundabout way of saying that um, what do I think about the packs? I think that they are interesting and exciting. I do wish, though, that people couldn't buy 15 at a time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, Jay, what are your thoughts? I think um, they're, they're never going to stop pushing out new supply, right? That's their business model. We, I think we talked last week or maybe the week before um, I propose a different business model. I think a lot of um, their revenue should be subsidized by other big brands that want to leverage the Top Shop platform to uh, gain access to a Web3 uh, basketball-loving uh, audience. I think um, you should have uh, vouchers for Nike sneakers inside of Flash Challenge reward packs, not more dilutive moments. Um, so I, I just think economically, I don't understand their business model. I don't, I don't think it makes sense for them, you know, to continue to suck out mass amounts of liquidity from an already largely illiquid marketplace from a dwindling number of active users. Um, they're, they're leading to their own decline. Um, so it, it's chicken or the egg. They need revenue. They have one but way. Do you think those people are going money. anywhere? They, they, I mean, at this point, you kind of know what it is and these people are still here. I think people are trickling out. I think, you know, their timing was perfect in getting people to lock uh, a large portion of their collections. You know, I'm in the VIP Discord uh, fairly frequently. All these guys seem to be talking about the big guys, like the, the big heavy hitters who, you know, cumulatively account for, you know, perhaps a majority of uh, overall valuation of, of the Top Shot ecosystem. They're all like, man, as soon as my shit gets unlocked, I'm out. Now, whether that's bravado and pounding their chest or, or you know, truth, who knows? Um, but yeah, man, like people, they're, they're waiting to find out what is this thing? What, what is Top Shot growing up to be? Or is it just more of the same? So to answer your question, we all know that they're going to continue to sell packs. You know, what the price point is, who knows? What's in the packs, who knows? 
um, you know, if they're going to continue to, you know, incentivize people to lock new stuff um, and there's just going to be this rolling kind of locking period, who knows? Um, but I think there's, there's way bigger issues um, kind of at the crux of what is top shot? What is the experience? What is the game beyond new supply? I'm, I'm not as big on the supply problem as much as I am on um, the lack of a rational um, user experience around the product. There's really nothing to do with these moments once you get them. Um, I, I think the product is largely broken. I think the product experience is largely broken. I don't think the biggest problem at this point is the release of new stuff because they've already told us and, and kind of foreshadowed, you know, they're, they're going for net neutral. Their plan is to make us burn as much as they release. Um, and, you know, so far they're asking people to burn a, a good amount. They've asked people to burn rares. They've asked people to burn a lot of commons, you know, in the NFL all day product, they're now asking people to burn legendaries, you know, as a test, obviously for some of these contests and challenges. So yeah, the, the supply thing isn't as much of a concern for me. The, the sucking liquidity out of the ecosystem every fucking week, that's a huge concern because at, at some point there's going to be zero liquidity left. But let me ask you both a question. Why are people still surprised? Why are they surprised with every pack drop? Why are they surprised with every time Dapper does the same thing that they do over and over again? Why are they surprised every time values go down? Why are they surprised every over mint? Can you guys answer that question? Let's stop being surprised. <laughs> because people are stupid because we, yeah, we still talk about it though we still complain I, about it <laughs> uh, man. I, I think um, um, it's human psychology right like because we think that there's a better solution and because we think we're the center of the universe we assume that everybody else knows our thinking and they're going to act on our thinking because we're always right i just think i just think we're dumb i just think most of us are just fucking stupid and pathetic and um, and we, we expect, you know, the, the same action with a different result. It's not just with top shot. We're like that in all facets of our lives. People are just pathetic, man. You know that. Tandy, can you post the last comment up here, please? Which one are we looking at? From Will Fitzgerald. Will Fitzgerald. This We're one's because yeah. we are woke. That I don't really understand. I'm not following this one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's <just> funny. <laughs> it's funny. This is why we're doing it because we're woke. We're woke as fuck. We're woke. Yeah. Woke, bro. Especially this. This actually, this stream. We're very woke. Like we are. PC. That means. Well, never mind. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Tandy. Wet. Just a joke, Will. We don't fucking joke here, bro. You're we're, on the wrong show, Will. You're on the wrong show, bro. We don't joke here. You think we joke? We have yeah. no sense of humor. Mm -mm. No. Dumb, bro. We, we're, we see everything with our third eye. He's we, making fun of Jay for calling people woke. No, he's not. Stop from, with that. From woke to broke. That's, oh, a, good, that's a good name for the that's stream. Yeah. Uh, why do people keep buying packs? Because they're shiny, beautiful objects, and people like watching the NBA, and they remember these things, and they think that today's their lucky day. And they think today's the day they're going to lucky day for what a $30 profit. You don't make shit on this stuff anymore. They're going to get that number one cereal rare. There's no Dude, market anymore. Ben, do you know how excited people get on their birthday when Dairy Queen sends them a fucking email and says, you're going to get a $2.99 ice cream for free. Is, is that when they tweet out? I'm shaking. I'm shaking. What? Haven't you seen those where something no. good happens to someone? And they're like, I'm literally shaking. I, I love those. I'm uh, literally yeah, shaking. Something right. really stupid. Maybe, I love I that. I don't know. What are you woke, um, Ben? Um, mm -hmm. Are you woke? I'm woke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're both very woke. Uh, but yeah. you know, the, the thing is, though, like you said, Ben, it, it's not like they're going to stop 
uh, they're not going to abandon their main product, which is telling the story of the season via packs. And what and, is the story though? They're not even telling a fucking story. Like, what's the story? Well, the story. I mean, I, I would argue that thus far this year they are telling the story a lot better than they've done previous years, and that's what you opened the show with. Exactly, Ben, ben Yamin. <laughs> you said how much you liked how they were telling the story. Ben, I, no, I didn't. I well, said he didn't. Art. He didn't say story. He I said, said the curation. Art. But curation. that is curation. They're curating right. moments that matter in the context of the story of basketball. Maybe that maybe I misspoke. The play selection I like, but story of the that, season. No, Top Shot could be a much better product if they actually told the story of the NBA no, season. I and I, I don't really, I'm not getting that from the product. You're not. And I'll, I'll I'll go one step further for you. It's so bad that the one time they tried to do it, they telegraphed it so far in advance. They wanted so badly for whatever reason to tell the story of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell meeting up with their new teams because that was a huge story arc. And they planned it, but they weren't uh, flexible enough to pivot when they found out that Donovan Mitchell wasn't even playing in the game, right? So that that's just horrible execution. They actually tried to tell what they thought was an important – whether you think it's important or not doesn't matter. You know, maybe it is important. It's two great players. They had, you know, a falling out. They're on their new squads. First contest against each other. They were giving themselves pats on the back. Right? This is amazing. We're telling this amazing basketball story. Everybody needs to know this. That's why it's going to come to life in in, uh, in pack uh, format through these flash challenges. And then Donovan Mitchell sits and they go through with it because they didn't have a fallback. They didn't strategize or plan. Is there another commensurate story that we can tell? But no, like this, this was a, a one-time, let's throw some shit against the wall, see if it sticks. It's not part of a broader plan, clearly there hasn't been any other commensurate storytelling before or after there, there's nobody at the wheel who's who's driving the strategy here or is it just a bunch of one-off things to try i agree with you ben i don't think they're doing a great job of really stringing together this overarching narrative where at the end of the season if you go back and look at all the moments they minted it's not going to tell this one kind of cohesive or even a bunch of kind of interconnected storylines it's just espn highlight plays this guy made a great block let's turn it into a moment this guy made a great dunk let's turn it was in a 30-point loss. doesn't matter. It's a great dunk, so we're going to put it on there. It, it seems to be at odds with how they've pitched the product to us over and over again that it is the narrative of the NBA season. Just because something's an exciting play, if it doesn't actually fit into a broader narrative, why do we need it as part of the overall um, product? I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I don't think we have the answer there completely yet. Uh, I think that elements of like limiting supply and telling – including less players in the fresh thread set and stuff. To me, that's kind of like telling a better story in a roundabout way. Um, I don't know what telling the best story would even truly look like. I mean, I've, I've had visions of it in the past where it's a more engaging NBA Top Shot website that people go to to see what's been going on in the NBA and then yeah. like correlating that to moments on the website. I still think that wouldn't be that that crazy to do like that difficult to do i hope that they that is something that they eventually can do i agree can um, i um, ask an nba related question go yeah. ahead ben the good news is and we're talking about telling stories is a great transition the nba season has been great Dope. so far and there's a lot of surprises going on and i'm going to read to you the eight eastern conference teams that are currently in the playoffs and you guys tell me who's out okay celtics but who's out from the eight is yes, yes, because there's some teams that are out right now that were in last yeah. year. Celtics, Bucks, Hawks, Cavs, Raptors, Pacers, Wizards, Knicks. 
Raptors, Pacers. Okay, so hold on a second. Hold on a second. The teams that are not in are the Sixers, Heat, Nets, and Bulls, all of which who made the playoffs last year. The Pacers are seven and six. The Wizards are eight and seven. The Knicks are eight and seven. The Cavs are eight and six. They were in the play-in, I think, last year. Knicks are not making the playoffs. I can promise you that. Pacers probably not making the playoffs. Nets will make the playoffs. Heat will make the playoffs. So who's going out? Pacers and Knicks? That's two. Yeah, I'm swapping the two. Pacers or Wizards and Knicks are out. Nets, Heat are in. And not the Sixers are going to miss the playoffs. Sixers are going to make the playoffs. Let's be honest. Okay, so that means that basically the Pacers, Wizards, Knicks are out, and those or three Toronto or Toronto. Three of those four, obviously. Toronto. Yeah. Interesting. Three of those four. Tandy time. So it sounds like it's pretty much the same same bracket, other than the Bulls, maybe. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's everybody's fading the Bulls. I mean, they're six and nine, so it's not that far off, but. Yeah, uh, it's hard to the same way it's hard to be emotionally disconnected from your moments. It's hard to be emotionally disconnected from the teams that we believe are the teams. And like, even though we have the Wizards and the Knicks playing relatively well, it's still too difficult for us to be like, oh, they'll keep doing this. Right. Um, So anyhow, you got to look at I think you got to look at a couple of things. You got to look at you got to be objective, right? You got to look at roster construction. So like talent and then like the intangibles coaching. And, you know, all this other kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, definitely that's interesting. Well, let me go to the West. Wait, wait. While we're on the East? Yeah. Did you guys watch the Nets game last night by any chance? I saw they won on a tip-in by Royce O'Neal. Mm. But but what happened before the tip-in? You guys didn't see any of that? Well, I saw your boy Ben Simmons had a good game. You know what? Well, I got to give him credit since I shit on him all the time. He actually played. Like, watching him last night, he wanted to be on the court, which I haven't seen from him since – well, I don't even know when, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was Utah Watanabe. Did yeah, you know about that dude? Yeah, where's he? Is that the new insanity? Where's he from? He's he might be. Um, you know, the the Nets picked him up, and you know he's shown glimpses, but for some reason last night he seemed really comfortable. He played really well off KD. Sweet stroke, man! Like every shot he took was butter, and it just looked like it was going in. It did. Tough guy, battles for rebounds, good passer. I think he's going to be a key in, in my nets. Um, you know. is, is he better than Curry and Joe Harris? Because that's where I think who he's kind of competing with. Uh, right now, yeah. Curry does not look good coming back. Joe Harris, I've never been high on Joe Harris. I think he's a very streaky shooter. Uh, I think he thinks he's a much better basketball player than he is. I see a lot of, uh, I don't know, when, when he's on the court, uh, he's tough and he hustles, but um, he's just not a polished player. He doesn't do anything really well. Everybody thinks he's a really great shooter. He just misses open shots time and time again. He thinks he's something that he's not. Um, what I like about Yuta is is he stays in his lane. Like he does what he does, and he doesn't try to do anything else. Um, so yeah, and, he's definitely going to steal minutes from both of those dudes. And Jay, Yuta, Patty Mills, Patty Mills is basically out of the rotation. Sorry, Danny. I'm like shit, I was, man. I was going to tell you that Yuta is very much an. Out outperforming his averages at the moment. He's shooting oh, yeah. 556, 55% three yeah. point right now. Looks amazing. Um, so it's amazing. I mean, I don't think he can keep that percentage up, but no. but he is solid. We're talking about the East. Do you guys, I mean, I have a very strong opinion on this. Do you guys yeah. think the Knicks made a good decision to 
not trade R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes for Donovan Mitchell, or do you think that was a bad decision? No, that was a bad decision. Then you don't get people at the time are like, yeah, we're not changing, we're not trading our young core who has been absolute fucking dog shit for years for a legitimate star, a guy who could be a superstar. We are not doing that. It was just the most asinine thing I'd ever heard because you like Quentin Grimes and R.J. Barrett. It just – what is R.J. Barrett shooting? Like 40% from the field and like 73% from the line. It's just R.J. Like, Barrett's not that dude. He's not that dude. It's, it was so weird to me. He's oh, but we have to give him first-round picks. Yeah, the guy's a star. Like that's what you do. And um, because they'd be awesome, and they're not bad. They're eight and seven, but they just don't have that much top-level uh, talent. I don't think anybody expected this version of Donovan Mitchell. I don't yeah. think anybody expected he'd be out there hitting seven, eight threes in a game, playing this level of defense, this level of toughness. I don't know. Personally, I'm surprised at the Donovan Mitchell we're seeing this year. He's a fucking stud. Yeah, I think everybody's surprised to a degree. Yeah. Well, he's crushing it. I mean, he, he's topping out in minutes played. He's topping out on points per game. Um, he's topping out on three-point percentage. I'm just looking at his basketball reference page. Like, He's crushing it. He's playing like an all, like a complete all star right now. So like an MVP candidate. Yeah, he is. So, so I, again, another player who probably won't keep it up the whole season. However, ah, you never he, know. He does look like he's put it into a new gear on this new team. I think he was tired of being over there in the on, in Utah. Um, so you guys, yeah. you guys want to go to the West, West now? Yeah, let's go okay, let's West. do the West. Trailblazers, the number one team in the West. Phoenix Suns, Nuggets. Jazz, four seed, Pelicans, Grizzly, Mavericks, and your Sacramento Kings, number eight. These are the teams that are currently out. Everybody's favorite preseason uh, sleeper, the Clippers, are nine. Out of nine and seven record, so the West is very competitive, Timberwolves, 10, Thunder, 11, and my Golden State Warriors are 12. Cool. Now, you got, the, you got the Spurs at six and 10 at 13, and the Lakers, three and 10 at 14. That is so pitiful. I, I can't get over the fact that the Lakers are three and ten. I, I mean, I knew we, they were going to be bad, but I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Horribly, horribly constructed team. Horrible. It's great, isn't it? It is great. I mean, it's entertaining. It's not great. It's not great. Why? Because, it's awesome. Because we have two or three years max left of one of the greatest NBA players of all time. He did it to himself. He did it to himself. It's still horrible. I don't care if he did it to himself. It's still You sucks. reap what you sell, my friend. And I like LeBron James, but if you're going to pick and choose every team in every situation, that's what happens, man. You're a player, you know? Yeah. I think um, I love Portland. I love I love Dame coming back. Um, Sharp, man, that, that kid. He had 20 points last night, Sharp. It's fucking beautiful, beautiful shot. Yeah. I, I think he's a stud. Simon's obviously a stud. I've always been a big Nurk fan. Uh, I think he controls Jeremy Grant. Really well. Jeremy Grant's a fucking beast. Yeah, that team's for real. I think, you know, when, when everybody had the Clippers up high, everybody thought PG, Kawhi coming back healthy. I think it's clear Kawhi ain't never going to be healthy again. I think that dude is, you know, like he'll, he'll come in the lineup. He'll come out of the lineup. I don't think we're ever going to see that Kawhi Leonard again, which is sad. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Clippers are done. Okay, so what teams go out and what teams go in? Jazz. Obviously. Jazz go out at go 10. Out. So they're 10 and 6. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not keeping that pace up. Okay. Yeah. So Jazz is out. Who goes in for the Jazz? I think it's safe to say the Warriors will make the playoffs. Okay, so the Warriors go in. Anybody yeah. else going out? Kings, they're 8 seed. I think this is the year the Kings make the playoffs. Yeah, they can hold on to that. So no Clips, no Timberwolves. No, no Timberwolves. And no Lakers. They're a mess. No, no, Lakers. no Lakers. Um, 
Timberwolves? I feel like the Timberwolves can still figure it out. I feel like it's early. Um, You know, we're seeing some really shitty play on offense, and I feel like it's early though. Like the, the, it, these a lot of some, a lot of new blood is in there, and I feel like they they need to figure it out. And I think they will. I think they make the playoffs. Did you have you guys been looking at all those uh, clips on their chemistry problems? Yes, with Anthony, um, just like he's just sitting there waiting at waiting for the ball and never makes its way to him. I mean, it's pretty ugly to watch, but I, I just think it's still relatively early. I wouldn't give up on the Timberwolves just yet with with like such a young star. I would. Um, I don't. I don't think so. What do you mean? You what would you do, Jay? What are you trying to say? I would give up on them. I, I just think it's ugly. Oh, give up on the team. Yeah, yeah. it's ugly. It, it doesn't work. I, I know it's so Jay. early in the season, and you know when when LeBron and Dwayne Wade came together, it was ugly for a while, right? Like they didn't know who was the alpha, who who's supposed to uh, have the have the ball in their hands, who's supposed to take the important shots. But I don't know. It just it doesn't look like it fits. And they've got you know incredible talent, but it, it ain't working. Yeah. Now remember, and it's not so much of a commentary on the Timberwolves as it is, as it is somebody has to get out for them to get in. And I think that's the most difficult part. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you could easily see Sack getting out, right? Like yeah. that, that should be a, a dog Sack, fight. Sack and the Jazz, the I think, are your two teams. Jazz are out. Jazz ain't making the play. Well, they're, I think they're only out because at some point, I think they make a trade to tank. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 100%. And the Kings, huh? So are they for real? They're for real. They've got they've got real talent. They've got some chemistry. I, I love what Fox is doing. So yeah, I think they're for real. John, the Jazz are not making the playoffs. Well, it'll be really interesting. I mean, if if like if the Clippers can't make it into the playoffs, that'll be one of the biggest whiffs of people predicting on the season. It'll, imagine if the Sixers and the Clippers both miss. Hey, t- how much how much heat did I take when I came on here the other week and I was ripping on Kawhi? Took a lot of heat. He took a lot of heat. Took a lot of heat. Not afraid of heat, though, guys. You're not. not. Of heat. No, you like not the afraid heat. of the heat. Love the heat. Yeah. Tapped mm. in. Tapped, tapped in. in. You're tapped into that heat. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, let's man. see. What else? What else? Doing? Anything else you guys want to chat about? Um, I think I might have mentioned it earlier. Evaluate mm. Market came out with this really cool uh trading feature uh right like when you're in the back room with ppe xyz yeah forget about the backroom bullshit on the real it it's actually a really cool product so basically anything in your dapper wallet you can trade um so i actually did a trade yesterday i traded uh one of my flunks um for a bunch of like floor top shot moments that i needed for for different purposes mm. i traded some of my floor all day moments which i don't care about i don't care about football uh for some top shots up so Anything in your Dapper wallet, you can trade. It's the first feature of its kind. We haven't been able to do that before. Um, it's safe. Uh, it, it's very easy. It took like 60 seconds for these trades to go through. It's kind of like this roulette speed dating kind of situation where you log into the platform. It randomly assigns you anybody. Uh, it queues you up. You can kind of chat with them. The chat feature is super smooth, frictionless, um, and it's still in beta, so they're going to continue to expand and evolve the product. I think, I think it's one of the best uh, third-party products I've seen yet. Um, that somebody has built on top of um, the Dapper Sports ecosystem. So shout out Evaluate Market, Jen Sudo. I know you know we're all big fans. Woof. Of, I'm a of, huge of, fan. I know you are of uh, of Jen Sudo. She's she's part of that team. I did a trade with Jen Sudo. I, oh. I met Jen in in the Evaluate. Is um, this the same room as you were in with PPE? Well, thankfully, we were not in the, at the same time. It was gotcha. just me and Jen. Uh, PPE did not come in until a couple of days later. 
Uh, and to be honest with you, I haven't had anybody in since I have to, um, I got to use some, uh, some cleaning products to uh, you know, get all that stuff. Out of there. <laughs> what, talk, what the fuck are you talking about right now? What a weirdo. You know, that, that no, sounds just like. just his, his essence. He was there in the room. <laughs> Who was there? Was he there? Um, Rowdy Rod. Rowdy Rod is asking what we're drinking. Jay's not much of a drinker. And Tandy. Huh? How do you know this? You told me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a good listener, Jay. High quality H two O. Like I don't drink like I used to drink. I can still have. You a told nice me glass. I don't really drink. I'll have like a nice uh, a glass of wine or. A that's not really drinking. Bourbon. People say, "What are we drinking?" That well, means like let's get drunk. Sipping something, yeah. Yeah. By the way, real, real, real quick answer to this question is: You're twelve oh. and three, Boston Celtics, baby. That's Hell what we number here. one seed. They are Boston not the best team in basketball. Celtics. No. They are, statistically speaking. Who cares about statistically? Well, then what are we basing it on? Ooh. Our like bong that. holes? All right, We're... sure. The Nets are the best team in the league. No, the go, Nets too. are most definitely not the best team in any league. <laughs> I like the Celtics this year. I didn't I last year. I don't I like them this year. It's incredible what they've been able to do after all. I, I, my, I didn't think they would be doing this after what happened with the perverted coach, um, Ime Adoka. Like, it, it just seemed like the chemistry. You thought the perverted team. coach was going to prevent them from playing good basketball? Wait, why is he perverted? No, well, you know, that, that's kind of what we're saying. Okay. Because he had I'm, sex, I'm, Ben. Listen, I'm woke. Tandy's You're married. Woke. He doesn't what? believe in having sex. He had what? Don't say that. Word makes me uncomfortable. Sorry. He had sexual relations. Uh, anyway, we, we already went over that, but, um, no, I thought that it would be because it was very, like there, there was terrible communication among players and coach and these players felt all weirded out. And it just felt like the chemistry was going to be off. Like I, I thought that they'd get it together maybe midway to later in the season. Instead, they come out guns a blazing with Jason Tatum looking like the league MVP at the current moment. And that is what surprised me a lot. Um, now, here is the test of the Celtics. Uh, best team so far in the regular season. Uh, when you have a brand new coach, especially a young coach, where that really gets tested is the playoffs because it's really a chess match in a seven-game series with another coach. So Mazula, is that how you say his name? I think it's Mazuza. Yeah, Mazuza, Joe Mazuza, because we have Hanukkah coming up. Mazuza, yeah. right? It is mezuzah, yeah. yeah. Isn't the mezuzah by the door? I like how this just becomes the Jew stream every single time. You know, yeah, well, what can you put the three of us together? What are you going to get? But listen, I'm telling you that when it comes to playoff, it's a great story. They're playing really well. I think I would just feel come playoff time much better about their chances with the sex offender in charge. Mm, that's a fair point. Is that your Jew <laughs> guy? Yeah, this is, just we, we've gotten to that part I, of the I know a ton of Jews. None of them look like that. I've never um, seen a human look like that. This is my like very swaggy Israeli. Look, look at, look at my necklace. What was that even? Is Noam here? Noam, do you know any Israelis that look like that? No. Yeah, that's true. We we have a real Israeli in the chat. Noam, please confirm or deny that you have any friends that look like this. Uh, yeah, Noam, did Noam finish like number two or number three in so rare recently? I, th I remember. Did he? I think he did. He, he, he crushes really it. high. Noam is like a so rare savant. Yes. Well, fucking make some lineups for me, bro. I suck at that shit. He doesn't have any friends that look like this. Oh man. No, nobody does. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll take that off. I mean, you kind of have like a Richard Dreyfus thing going on. If I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, you're thinking about like old Jews, like mm -hmm. 1980s Jewish people. Number 13. Yeah. No, go for it, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Noam's Noam's crushing it on so rare. Um this PPE being inappropriate. <laughs> it's 50% of all Israelis. What were you asking before that, Ben? Now I forgot. 
we were talking about mezuzah and how in, in, it, you know it's great regular season story but when you get in the playoffs i think that's part of the reason the celtics didn't have an advantage against the warriors because kerr was just a more experienced coach and i think that's mm. going to be more exacerbated um when he goes to the playoffs we might, I'd, i would disagree what, I, experience I think... doesn't matter in the playoffs no, it does, but I think that Udoka is a is an excellent coach. I think yeah. that's why Nets wanted to hire him. And yeah, but I'm talking did. about Mizuza. I know, but Mizuza, uh, he was he he wasn't the coach versus the Warriors, and and I think Udoka is a great and was a great coach for the Celtics. And the reason why the Celtics lost to the Warriors, and I've say, said this in the past, was I just thought the Warriors had more of a cakewalk to the finals. The the Celtics got got there via like a 12 round brutal drag down battles versus the bucks in the heat. And then they, they're they're get there all bloody and beaten up to the warriors and the warriors are like, all right, let's do it. We've been here before. And they just, mm. I mean, I would agree with you if it was a closer series, but the, the warriors ripped off like four straight wins. Didn't they, they won four, five and six. They walked ripped no, exactly. off. Exactly. Exactly, because the, the the Celtics got there and their their power bar was like you, you know, know what though Yudoka played a very strange defense on Curry. He was like the only coach the whole year to be like, let's let Curry beat us. When like every other coach was like, okay, we can't let Curry beat us. It was very strange. Right. right. Anyway, but anyway, that's that, that's litigating the past. You know, we don't want to. I don't anyway, want to. Weisberg doesn't like talking about mezuzas. He's saying it's not mezuzah. Shocking. Well, it's he's mezuzah. about to go. He's going to go hang out with Kyrie later. So we're not. Another self-loather. I think part of it's the Kyrie's, community's fault. Part part of Kyrie's um, list of things that he has to do is actually have a Zoom call with Weisberg. <laughs> By the way, you just said community. Well, let's give a little community. Oh. We love the community. So PPE's um, got a thing for the judge. Is that just ignore it? Okay. <laughs> just move on to the just next. Because, Jay, just because he ignored you the other day in your DM. No, it's mm. just no, no need to go there. I actually opened Evaluate XYZ. I had it's searching. I had a trading partner come in, and it was like hi. And I, I was. It almost felt like the old like uh, AOL Instant Messenger days. That's where you what go it in the is. Chat room. Yeah. And you go like age, sex, language, or something, right? Yeah. ASL. Yeah. Here's the problem: you can't share pictures or videos in the evaluate chat. I tried. That's you tried. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's probably a good thing that you can't yeah. share because I just know some creeps. Yeah, do you're some talking to things. two of them. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Hey, you guys know about um, what is that? It's a dapper product. I like this idea. <laughs> Tapped in. <laughs> That would be dope. That would be so dope. No, see if you can put something together for us. I'll I'll talk to Rohan. Maybe he'll respond to me on this one. He responds to me on like 10% of the topics that I reach out to him about. Maybe this will be the one. That's not uh, a bad hit rate. Yeah. Yeah. I respond to him on 100% of the topics he reaches out to. All me. right. So here's here's how we'll close out. Okay. The, the hot packs are coming uh, Thanksgiving Day. Are you guys going to be buying hot packs to open with your loved family? Jason? Ben, you go first. I'm I'm once again going to reiterate my top shot strategy. I'm not spending a dime of my money on Dapper until they fix their shit. The only time I will ever do that is if it gets so fucking bad that the prices are so dirt cheap that I think I can buy at a very, very low price and that will be good long term. And I'm talking about January 2021 prices when debuts were like 30 or 60 bucks of superstars. 
Mm. Well, hopefully we don't get to that point. So it sounds like you're not buying packs. And Jay, nope. you bought two packs last time. How did those packs go, by the way? Garbage. Um, so listen, man, I'm going to be with my family, right? On Thanksgiving, yeah, right? So yeah. like having having something else to look forward to. Um, no, I'm, I'm a gambler, man. Like I like a gamble. But it's not even a gamble. Best case gamble. Best case, like you said, you got a point about the two ninety nine Dairy Queen thing. But like the, the money that doesn't even get me like a little bit hard. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna win thirty bucks. Listen, I will settle for barely a little bit hard at this point. That's you know a good what I'm point. saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very realistic in life, in Top Shot, in everything. I'm not expecting the unexpected. A tiny, tiny, tiny bit hard is fine for me. Um, like I'll take it, you know. Um, but no, there, there is the opportunity to, you know, you put in ten bucks, you get out fifty bucks. I don't know. It feels like a win. It's not about the money, right? Like that's the thing, Ben. Like it's not really about the money. It's about the chase. It's about just trying to one up. It, it's almost like a game that we play with ourselves. It's just basic human psychology. We need a rush. We need adrenaline. There's that tiny, tiny. Listen, man, you can get a number one cereal. You can get a, a jersey number. I've never gotten either. As many packs as I've opened, as many moments as I've bought, I've never, I've never gotten any of that stuff. So like, know, the only way to do it is to try. I'd like also to take this opportunity for to pontificate yeah. on the value of money. Okay. Because during that, I'm being quite serious. The, during the bull market, money was flying around. Not just yep. Top Shop, but if you got other NFTs, they were. It was flying around. That it was almost like play money, and yep. so I think the value of money was kind of skewed. Now yep. in the bull market, right, where you get a bit of a different perspective on things. Um, and granted, it is the bull, so you're going to have that um, point of view. I'm looking at even if it's ten dollars, this hot pack or or whatever it is, fifty dollars on a moment because I'm seeing a lot of people spend a lot of money on these moments. Yeah. What, what else could I do with this twenty dollars? We know I what believe. else you're going to do. It's called a hooker in Santa Monica. But here's the thing: is there you that know cheap? exactly what you're gonna. You know better than I do. You well, know exactly they're what they're you're cheap. gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that cheap. But, I'm, but but for real, but for that amount of money that you're spending. <laughs> Not sure about that one. I, I, I just feel like I can spend my money. What is this? Either on something else or save it yeah. for a more appropriate and more more pleasurable experience for myself. No, and that's totally fair. I think that's the mature way to look at it. Um, Which is surprising for me. It is. It's or hookers, Jay. Or hookers. So we go back to hookers in Santa Monica. Yeah, or like a, a massage shop, like where it's not like necessarily a hooker, but it's like you never know what you're actually going to get. You go in for a massage. Is there some like universal code like to initiate that? Yeah. yeah what is it? Am I going like? No. I can't, like, I can't say. Do I get my wallet out? Like what's the deal? Uh, there's there's a few cues. Let's take it to the DMs. Dude, Tandy, do you know what we're talking about? Candy. Um... Would you please shut the head? Yeah, hand jobs, I suppose. Um, anyway. You're sick. You are sick, sir. <laughs> All right. So Jay, Jay's getting a couple packs for himself because he just loves loves packs. Jabed, I can't help myself. Uh, will I buy packs? I don't know. I didn't buy packs the last time. Uh, I mean, maybe I'd buy one or two. That's what I said the last time too. Maybe I, I'm not. I'm not super psyched about it. I I do want that. 
I do like any Tatum rare, even though there's already a bunch on the platform. But also to answer your question, Ben, what do I like to drink? I'm not a big drinker either. I, I like uh, I like a sour beer, though. If you ever had sour beers, I like that. I like some Session IPAs. It's another beer I like. And so I, when's I, the last time you got absolutely wrecked? Was it wasn't you were hanging out with Weisberg? I mean, I've never hung out with Weisberg in person, but if I did, wow. I'm sure that would be part of like the, you know, the, the, the list of things you have to do is get wrecked. No, when's uh, the last time you got like drunk? It's been a while. I don't, I don't like getting super drunk because like it, months? I, I, years probably years. Yeah. All right. So if we all get together at a top shot event, mm-hmm. we were going to have to get wasted. Is that a deal? Yeah, Jay? I, I guess, but then I'm going to be up all night pissing. I'm going to like, I'll what are you be like, like a 60 year old man? It's one night. You're right. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. Worried about being up all night pissing. Not just up all night pissing. Then you are feel like shit for like three days. Yes, it sucks. That's why I don't <laughs> do it that much anymore. But I'm saying, if we somehow get all together at a top shit event, the yeah. tour up my crack, then yes. we'll fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll drink. I don't know if I'll get absolutely rip roaring, wasted. No, we're getting my wasted. Shoes, but, Where's um, Cam? Is Cam still here? I don't know. Is he? I'm not Cam sure. Yeah. He was earlier. He said, don't steal my pillars. We need to buy some land. We'll get drunk and buy land. Yeah, we'll get drunk and buy <laughs> land. I like that. All right. Well, I uh, think that'll do it, guys. Um, hopefully this was valuable to those listening. I know that uh, Zakarian is, is about to stream, so you can go pop over there if you want to learn about. I don't know what they're talking about. All day? Jay, did you get on Mike's show yet? I think I'm going on next Tuesday, I think he said. Okay. Represent yeah. us well, brother. I will. I will. I'm looking forward to chopping it up with Mike. It's been it's been too long. I think he and I see the world in in very similar ways. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's a good guy. I mean, the work he does for so rare, it's it's incredible. So rare, so rare as a carrion. So rare as a carrion. Yeah. Yeah. That's... All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. It's been something. It's been something. All right. I mean, I mean uh, it's only it's only 90 minutes. I mean. Yeah, that's good. That I think that's fast. good. Yeah, it's a tight, it's a tight really ninety. Really, Shout out Jack Daniels. really tight, tiny. We're super tight. Shout out Jack. What is that? Jack Daniels Apple. Yeah, this is. I used to work for Jack. Jack. Jack was one of my clients back in the day. So got got some fun stuff from them. I've never heard of apple flavored Jack Daniels. Yeah, you don't want to. I bet it doesn't <laughs> taste very good. It but anyhow, good, no. uh, all right, everybody. Yeah. Have a nice and have a nice day. Have a nice weekend. Top Shot Nation, we we appreciate you guys. Yeah. What is up, Top Shot Nation? (laughs) Have a good weekend, Top Shot Nation, and we'll talk again soon. See ya. Bye, Trita Kiss. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Static Selective.